I trust myself. Once you start repeating it, once you start believing it, once you start living it, it will truly come through. And then your intuition just follows along. Don't ever not listen to it and don't ever not trust yourself. You're not going to lead yourself astray. It's the Health in the Real World podcast. It's time to start the show with Chris Jenke as your host. Here to give you everything that you need when it comes to fitness strategies. We keep it simple and easy. It's your roadmap to get healthy. You don't need equipment and you don't need a gym. Just the right strategies to get you fit and trim. The Health in the Real World podcast is sponsored by most exercises and workouts, whether they be running, biking, elliptical, rowing machine, traditional weightlifting, or even CrossFit, do not give you a balanced workout. And when you do workouts that neglect even one area, you're out of balance, resulting in pain and injury as well. Achieve your goals with the fitness program your chiropractor would love. Visit chrisjenke.com pod to watch the free video. Hello and welcome to Health in the Real World. I'm Chris Jenke and I'm joined today by Mindy Ruddick. And Mindy is a massage therapist, martial artist, a yogi, a wellness coach, much, much more. Mindy, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me here today. So we're going to talk, you're sort of like a self-proclaimed alternative, even though as, as you were saying, you know, the alternative is much more mainstream now you know, acupuncture and meditation and yoga. And these are kind of household terms, right? And even like big conglomerates like Kaiser is doing acupuncture and yoga and stuff like that. So not as fringe as it used to be maybe, but um, give us a little bit of a background, just kind of an introduction uh, about you, about how you got into all this uh, alternative stuff. Um, so I like to say that wellness is in my blood. It's one of the languages that I speak. Um, a very young age, I'm a mover. I can't sit still. You might notice I fidget a little bit during this, and that's probably why. Um, at a young age, I became a dancer, and I wanted to follow my heart, my dreams, and I became a dance teacher. I went to college for dance, and I started teaching movement, and that side of things. Unfortunately, a rather severe injury took dance away from me. I tore my calf muscle, uh, took dance away from me. It was time to find something new. And I went to massage school. I took my body knowledge, my movement knowledge that I already had and started using my hands and creating treatments and helping my clients work their way through untying their physical knots. And as I was working with my clients, I started realizing I kind of have a natural knack for getting the spot, for lack of better terms. Um, People would come in and they'd have some rather severe injury or recovery process, and I would get to the root of it. And instead of just saying, okay, my right shoulder is bothering me. It's like, okay, but what's going on in your left hip and what's going on further down the road and what's, what's the alignment? And I started realizing this didn't come natural to a lot of massage therapists. It was just something inside of me. And I guess that's where the alternative swing really started 
coming in a little bit more and I would have clients meditate while I was working with them and stuff like that. Uh, alternative came in even more as I became a mother and I was working with my children who have my, one of my sons has anxiety and different ways to help calm him and settle him down. And as a family, we discovered martial arts and martial arts, taking the Eastern mindset and the different meditative practices. And we are a house full of black belts now, which right. can be scary and intimidating at times. Get out of my way. yes um and i during the pandemic i needed something to do because i'm one of those people and i became a certified yoga instructor and just added a new language on to what i was already doing and in my world it all meshes together very seamlessly some people look at it and they're like one of these things is not like the other, but to me, they're all the same. And uh, as a women's wellness coach, I talk to my clients a lot about movement wellness and how just releasing the physical manifestations of our stress can take us to all new world, all new places. Yeah. Yeah. I I think um, I've heard that from from people um, who have played sports or, or dance like you have growing up, that there's sort of like an, in, an intuitive aspect of it that you, you're not really going to learn that from your massage therapy textbook, right? But it's the, it's the part that you need to bring to the occupation to sort of make it work, right? And, uh, and then as far as like the one of these things is not like the other thing, I think it's like, it seems like a natural progression. It's like, you it's it's like body awareness and it and a lot of what you've done is very individualistic body awareness right martial arts it's not like a team right you're not playing basketball or soccer like martial arts yoga dance it's all like your own personal expression of how you feel and how you move and if you know with dance how you interact with the music and everything and uh (laughs) <laughs> I just have the visual of like a house full of black belts. You guys are all like, kicking each other's <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting household. We do multiple styles of martial arts in our house too. So it's a very, very interesting mix in of itself there. Yeah. Do your kids overall get along with each other or? Um, they actually do. So my sons are just about two years apart. And so they've always... I mean, they've had their moments. We've always had a very strict rule in the house when they started both taking martial arts. They were not allowed to do certain aspects of martial arts in the house. Right. We saved right. that for the school. Uh, pandemic changed that, but <laughs> we had to make adjustments and buy mats and do different things so we could keep practicing and keep studying. But right, for the right. most part, they get along. Do you find that that your kids sort of share some of your passions about about movement and about like like do you see sort of in them like maybe in the future they might go down this path as well? I definitely see it. My my older son goes back and forth with different things. He's more um, he's very artistic. He he plays the electric guitar as well. So he uses he got that type of outlet. I think definitely from me. Um, mm-hmm. So he kind of uses it that way. My younger son is a, is definitely a mover. He's been a mover since he was cooking and he, 
he's the type of kid. It was, he was probably about four years old. It had rained for about four days. And he's like, so mom, we need to go to the grocery store, right? He just was stuck and needed to get out and do. Right. Right. Wow. That's very interesting. So it sounds like it's like this intuitive, this innate sense of like what my body needs to move, to be healthy, to be happy is, is kind of in your DNA. What do you do as a massage therapist, yoga instructor, you know, how do you, how do you teach that to somebody? Or maybe you can't fully teach it to them, but how do you get them to be a little bit more, uh, you know, in touch with their own body, like your own clients, like, what are some concepts that you, that you try to get across? I definitely like going to the root of things with them. They'll come in, someone will come in and lay on the table and I'll just use the, the shoulder knot. Cause I think we can all relate to that shoulder knot. And it turns into more, uh, more than why do you have the shoulder knot? It turns into where did the shoulder knot come from? Have you been sitting at your desk too much lately? Are you stuck in a repetitive pattern of work, eat, sleep? Are you not focusing on the other aspects that your body is asking for? And where is it coming from? Or is it coming from you made a mistake at work and now you're fearful your boss is going to fire you? Or... I work a lot with um, women, especially who are healing and coming out of burnout. I experienced burnout myself about three years ago. And the physical manifestation of that burnout process, where is this all coming from? Are you not, are you feeling not supported? Are you feeling not appreciated? And as they reflect, they don't necessarily have to tell me what they're feeling, what they're sensing, as long as they can kind of start reflecting on it themselves, I can physically watch just the, just the release that needs to be released. I'm not the type of massage therapist that will tell a client to, oh, just relax. Cause that to me right. is very counterproductive, but I am the type that I'll, I'll get you to, if it means you chit chat the whole process that is your hour hour and a half whatever it might be right you do what you need to do right and that that can potentially sort of get them to release but that's a good point where like the body is going to manifest whatever's going on that chatter so you don't necessarily need them to start speaking and say oh well my boss said this to me and that made me mad they just have to sort of become aware of it and then they can start melting yeah just shine the light on that. Just bring attention to it. And it's like, oh yeah, that is where it's coming from. I was a little stressed out about this project at work, but now I'm going to ask for help. Right. And now I know that that's the step I need to take. Okay. Thank you. And done more than just release the knot. We may have kept the knot from returning as quickly. Sure. Exactly. Exactly. I, this is so interesting the the timing of this, because this morning, just like two hours ago, I woke up with um, a headache. And my jaw was tight and I, in my life, I've gotten so many headaches. Like I'm, when I was a kid, I had allergies and Mm -hmm. just headaches all the time, but I've noticed there are different types of headaches. And if I just go into sort of a questioning, kind of like what you do with your clients, like just asking questions, like, could this be because I, because of this? And no, no, it doesn't feel, no, it doesn't feel like I'm dehydrated. No, 
Mm -hmm. Could it be, could it be because uh, you slept wrong? Okay. Maybe. Yeah. But why did I sleep wrong? Okay. Well, Oh, you, you drove, you were in the car for three hours yesterday. Okay. That's one. Oh, yep. you, Oh, I lifted weights yesterday. Okay. Ah, that's a bad combination. Right. And just kind of unraveling. Yep. And then your body goes, says, okay, well, this is what I need. I did like five minutes of stretches and it went away. Perfect. And so it's like, so I think that is something that uh, maybe people who are a little bit more intuitive, like you can bring to your clients, like a series of questioning. Right. And, and then your clients can go home and then two days from now they can say, Oh, well, Mindy was asking me these questions. Maybe I should ask myself these questions. Right. And, and it's not always in the moment that you get to the full answer, but yeah, if you right. go home and you process them out a little bit more, or you involve another person in the conversation, like your spouse, your significant other, a coworker, even a child, depending on what you have going on. Sometimes that back and forth just sheds that light and you go, oh, that makes sense. I didn't realize I was so anxious about that, or I didn't even think that that was going to be an issue, but it is turning into so much more than I thought it was going to be. Right, right. But and, now and it's not. Exactly. Yeah. Because all you have to do is bring it to like a level of awareness of consciousness of just like, okay, something's wrong. Obviously there's step one, right? Something's wrong. Yep. I don't, I don't feel good. I want to feel good. The next step is just, okay, well, what's happening, right? Just what's happening. And then you're sort of like digging. It's like you're, you're the archeologist in the backyard and you're just like digging in the sandbox and you're trying to find what's in the sandbox. So, oh, I found it. I feel better. Right. And sometimes it's that physical massage. Sometimes it's that I need to stretch. Mm -hmm. I need to go for a run. I need to go take a yoga flow. I need to go be just around people who care about me. Sometimes it's just an emotional support that you need that you didn't realize was missing. But the more you listen and you take that step back and you let your intuition guide you and let you know the quicker the answers start coming to you, like that headache, I'm sure if it comes back again and you're like, oh, it's affecting my jaw like it did the other day, what did, okay, I stretched, let's go right, right. to that. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's something that I think this is really powerful because I have heard a lot of my clients in the past tell me that they don't know what to do in certain situations. And so they'll just come to my class and then over the course of an hour, something that I do with them kind of hits and they go, Oh, I feel better. But, and, and I, I have found that it sort of does line up with how active were you as a child? Mm -hmm. And, um, and so actually I had a question about you with your dancing, right? So you said an injury just kind of knocked you off the dance. Yeah. Do you, I was, I was guessing, I don't know if this is true, but I was guessing that an injury knocked you off at like a high level of dance. So do you still dance? Do you still move in that way? Um, I did not for a very long time. Dance mm -hmm. broke my heart. And it was a very long journey to come back to moving in that way. I tried other movement. In the meantime, I ran a half marathon. Mm. I did other stuff. And it's interestingly enough, as I started getting involved a little bit more in martial arts um, and started distancing from the martial side of it and reconnecting with the art side of it, Ooh. that I really started going, okay, nope, this is what I've been missing this whole time. This is what my body's been craving. 
this is what I need. So now I'll just go to our school because my husband and I co-own the school with another owner. I'll just go lock the door, turn off the lights and move. And it's not, I'm not martial arts. It's not dance. It's not yoga. It's everything. It's whatever my body wants to do at that moment in time. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. And it's not even really thinking. It's just like my body wants to do this. Yeah. And, and um, that's interesting because I've had this conversation with clients as well about that. Excuse me about that. If you listen to your body, it will tell you what to do. And when you're a kid, you want to do more of like running, jumping, climbing, and you don't stop. Like I remember as a kid, I, I could run all day long and I'd never wanted to stop. Now, if I run for 30 minutes, my body says, you're done. Stop. You're good. Please be done. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, and there is a point when you get enough of the sort of like rehabilitative type movements, you do a lot of stretching and you're really like loose and limber. There does come a point where your body wants to be vigorous. Like it wants to do something hard. Like it wants to punch something or it wants to run fast until you can barely breathe. Right. And, and that type of stuff sort of will iron itself out if you put yourself in a position to listen. So how many, how how often would you say you do that? Like lock yourself in the room and just move more often than I should. (laughs) No, that's perfect. (laughs) Um, I'm, I'm the type of yoga teacher that I create my classes moving. I yes. think it's because of my dance background. When I, when I would create dance pieces, I would move and then shut the music off and write it down. And oh, so cool. I still teach, I still work my yoga classes like that. And the martial arts classes I teach, I actually teach our preschool program. Mm-hmm. So my oldest student that I teach is eight years old. So I play with these kids this week we're keeping scarves in our hands and we're moving around the room and we're doing our forms and we're doing our movements but the way a four-year-old would do it so I get to play that's so I don't have to lock the door as often but I do dance like nobody's watching quite frequently (laughs) yeah 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 and with kids especially under the age of eight there there's a freedom about that four I have four kids and three of my kids are under eight my oldest is 10 (laughs) yeah 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 so um yeah I think (laughs) this is this is going to be good for me because I think um a lot of the behavior issues that happen with the young kids kind of go away when two things happen when they feel connected to their parents and a lot of that happens like when you're doing this play stuff like you're talking about they'll feel that connection And then when they can just be goofy and they can just move in any way that they want, because that is their workout. That's how young children work out. They just move. They just play. They fall down. They cry. They get back up. They run over there. And it's, (laughs) and it's funny when, (laughs) like, if I approach it as like an adult, I'm like, oh my God, this is so intense. Like they go a hundred percent to the monkey bars and then they go a hundred percent to the slide and then they fall down it's a hundred percent and it's like the worst fall ever and i'm like oh god and then they get up oh i'm good i'm good and then it's like oh this is you know what i mean it's like very tiring a lot of the parents of my students i often hear i do not know how you do it because it's like hurt it's hurting cats at times i have a class that is 10 four and five-year-olds and it's just 
mayhem at times, but I go in with a very, they know my particular class structure. I mean, I even have these four and five-year-olds meditating. They know how we're doing it. They know what I expected from them and their parents use me as a threat at home. Hey guys, (laughs) you've been misbehaving. I am going to go tell coach Mindy, you're not listening today. And they're like, I'm sorry, don't tell her, don't tell her. Cause I'm just very particular with how I, they're not my kids. Right. Right. It's, it's a little easier to sort of keep your, uh, well, kids who are not yours in line. Um, sometimes, sometimes, (laughs) not always. Um, I was going to say something I totally forgot, but, um, yeah, it's interesting. Like we can learn a lot from how kids move and the intuition and just, you know, and maybe we, maybe this is coming full circle with our conversation because you were talking about your intuition with your massage and like hitting the right spot. And I think a lot of that comes from just being able to, uh, like kind of to have permission to listen to your own body. And that can often start when we're kids. And I know a lot of kids who I've seen, you know, friends of my children who are kind of shut down in that area because you know, they're very like structured, like sit down, sit down, do your reading. And they're like four and a half years old, like, and they're expected to sit for an hour. It's like, I don't think that's possible. Mm -mm. It's very hard to Mm -mm. get a four-year-old to sit still. I have them for a 45 minute karate class. And I literally will have them for 20 minutes of the class. There's 25 minutes where I'm like, Hey, 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 you have to pay. Hey, Hey, Hey. And they're like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Coach Mindy, yeah. what's for lunch? <laughs> <laughs> right. And it's you just definite, have to kind of go with it. Yeah. It's definitely, I love how you said earlier, being an active child definitely plays in. I actually had never even thought that until you just said it now. And it, it definitely, it makes sense because all the stuff I really enjoy doing now, I've always loved. But as we grow up, there's points in our lives where it's not appropriate to walk around barefoot everywhere we go. Right, right. It's not, we have to shift and we have to adjust and we have to listen to what's being told to us. But if we just listen here or here or wherever we're listening, you're going to go back to doing what you did as a kid. And yeah, I'm a mover. nice well that's a good segue Mindy I like to end each show with a chance for you to get up and do like a motivational speech say like at a college graduation or at a at a corporation and you're getting up there and your topic for your speech is um, Mindy's guide to how to get the most out of your life what would your motivational speech like 30 seconds to a minute motivational speech be um the first thing I want everyone to start doing is a positive affirmation and the positive affirmation you're going to begin with is I trust myself. Once you start repeating it, once you start believing it, once you start living it, it will truly come through. And then your intuition just follows along. Don't ever not listen to it and don't ever not trust yourself. You're not going to lead yourself astray. Nice. I trust myself. That's a great affirmation. I like it. Uh, Okay. Mindy, how do people get in touch with you if they want to work with you? Yoga, martial arts, they want to send their kid to your school. How do they, how do they contact you? So all of my, um, my Facebook, my Instagram, my email, my website is all the wellness path, WWC. My emails at gmail.com. 
That's the only difference. Everything else is the wellness path, WWC. Um, send me a message through that. I can connect you with our karate school. I am in Massachusetts to help narrow that down to people a little bit. So someone from California is not reaching out. I don't know if I can teach your child, but <laughs> what is, what does WWC stand for? Women's wellness coach. Okay, cool. Nice. All right. Again, this is Mindy Reddick. I'm Chris Janke of health in the real world. Mindy, thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. to learn more.